Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. And today's guest is Sabrina Runbeck. Now, she is a surgical advanced practice provider and a queen of productivity. Now, after working 80 plus hours a week in healthcare, um, she noticed that her workload took a toll on her both personally and professionally, and her demanding career launched her on a journey to crack the code of working smarter, not harder, while finding the gratification to keep her motivated. And now she's on a mission to help those young professionals in demanding careers like her to get rid of the overwhelm and fatigue by restoring wellness and rebooting productivity so they can live well, feel good, and achieve more in less time and less stress. She believes everyone, despite their generation, genetic makeup, or generated income, has the inner ability to reach their dreams and find life satisfactions. They just need to learn to say no to almost everything and they can say yes to the only things that really matter. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Sabrina Runbeck. Well, welcome Sabrina to the Rise Up For You podcast. Hi, thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited for our conversation today. So let's dive right in. We always love our guests to share with our audience who you are, what you do, and the journey that led you here today. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Glad to be here. Thank you. So my journey really began about four years ago. Uh, On the early morning, I was having a one-on-one fever performing heart surgery. Well, my nurse took pity on me and passing Dayquil and cough drop under my mask to keep me going. Wow. At that time, I thought to myself... How could my childhood passion working in medicine and living the American dream turn into such an unhealthy reality? Mm. Then tap that off. When I called in sick the next morning, my manager made me feel like I was inconveniencing him. <laughs> then a few weeks later, I treated a young man in his early 30s who required fourth open heart surgery because he had an infection in his heart valve. And he wow. failed to report these new symptoms because he thought they were small and insignificant. And mm-hmm. that's when I realized I have these small and insignificant things in my life. And if I don't address them and make changes, I'm gonna become a patient myself. Right, wow. I used to say yes to almost everything. Right, your default is you got it, I, I can do it, um, I'm on it. But now I know when we say yes to too many things, it actually hurts us. Hmm. Society taught us that way. Be polite, to be liked by people, do other f- favors. However, when we say yes to the things that do not align with our core values, mm-hmm. like all the side projects, committees, that we got put into, then we might feel resentful, unable to deliver the high quality of result that we know we can do, and sometimes even break our promises. I feel that many young professionals are like me, having these struggles, despite 
that they're being in early stage of their career or already in their field of passion. And that's yeah. why I decided to really make changes, learn from all these high performers, going back to my root of neuroscience and psychology, and just through trial and error, come up with a system, what I call say no to distraction and say yes to stamina. And now I'm able to turn my life around. I still work full-time in surgery, um, train for a fitness competition, and also helping other young professionals, especially in healthcare, to create a life filled of heck yes. Nice. Well, that, well, you know, it's, it's interesting how our own struggles, right. And our own, uh, challenges and sometimes traumas, sometimes injuries, sometimes, you know, I mean, to the point where you make yourself sick, right. Comes from that misalignment, right. Comes from saying yes, when we really should say no and have boundaries. And then, like you said, we grow these resentments and um which actually kind of live in our body right and cause our physiology to break down so share a little bit more about that so you're um right now you've you're share what you're doing right now you're still in the healthcare world yes, correct right mm -hmm. and you're helping other healthcare professionals mm -hmm. so nice. um my focus is for people to have transformed this way that we think mm. in a sense of we work so hard to get to where we are doesn't matter if you're in healthcare you're an entrepreneur mm. or you're a lawyer or you're an artist you spend the years dedication commitment dead right to put mm. yourself somewhere and once you get to that point sometimes i feel like because we set goals and just only for the meme, right? I have to go to get this degree to get to that program. I got into that program too, so I can graduate. I can graduate to get a job. <laughs> I got that job eventually I want, and now what, right? right? So once we get to that goal that we finally feel like we work so hard to get, are we fulfilled at that moment? Can we find excitement and joy and novelty back to where we started and that takes some mindset work but we all deserve to say if we work hard for something it's not that we work hard to quit it it's work hard to continue to love it and find that passion enough that no matter what happens we can feel fulfilled right right do you feel um, just in this world of kind of, you hear a lot about, you know, you got to have grit, you got to have the, the, um, you know, hustle and, and work hard and, and that there's so much emphasis on that, that that's actually what is like the beliefs around that, right? Not only the, the drive and the push and the physical work you're doing, but also the beliefs around that, that are, uh, really sabotaging people's health as well. Right. I think a part of it is that we have to have some grit, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a passion without grit, means the passion and consistent work, then it's also not gonna happen. Right. So the reality is you do have to put in some work, but you can do a smart way, not just work hard, push ourselves to the extent that we have no energy reserve left. Right. So it's really about, well, I mean, you hear a lot about work-life balance, right? And I think it's a bit of a myth because sometimes things are going to feel 
a little unbalanced. There's times in your life you have to focus more, you know, family or a more career or more on your own health or, you know, the pillars that we talk about rise up for you. But, um, it, but making sure you don't sway too far off on one side, right? Exactly. So it, just like you're saying, like, I believe um, that life are 10 different key components. Mm-hmm. And yes, if we sway too much in one direction, that's when these uh, hidden roadblocks start forming. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we all know, if you are sick, you are not going to feel good to even have the energy reserve to go to work. Let's say you're, you're, you're able to go to work, but your mind is probably foggy enough that you couldn't pay attention. Things that you can get done in a half hour, you're probably going to drag on for two hours or longer, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that play into part. And then same thing, if your relationship wobbles and our thought is composed of thousands of thoughts, right? Millions really go through the day. And we actually would not be able to completely shut down one thought once you go progressing to the next stage. So if we're constantly reminding ourselves what bothers us from that relationship, from the house, right? Kids start acting up, um, have an argument with your significant other, that also negatively impacting your efficiency, your productivity at work. And just like um, for people who are rely on faith to bring them more centered, and what if someone is uh, not in the position to be able to practice that, right? Like, and um, the other thing is, as entrepreneurship, in the beginning is and um, continue going on, it's going to be really hard because sometimes the money is not going to continuously coming in. You kind of have to work a different way to allow yourself to figure things out. So then that discouragement comes in. So if mm-hmm. finance is something that you're driving so hard for and you're not getting that, then even though things are what you're doing is something that you're passionate about, you want to deliver the message, then it's going to feel offset, right? Right. Um, So no matter what, everything is so intertwined. If we're not allow ourselves just to look at other components, that's when we feel down that we can't move on or go to the next level. Right, right. It's like the the idea that we can't just compartmentalize our life, right? It's going to overflow, right? If you have a bad day at work, it might overflow into your home life or if, if things aren't, you don't feel well and things aren't going good on the health side, how can that not affect almost everything else in your life? That's so foundational, right? So being able to, to create that abundant kind of energy, right? For all of those areas, but also understanding and having compassion for yourself and knowing that it might feel a little out of balance. You might have to put a little bit more time over here for a short time, but not letting it sway too far. You know, and I love what you um, you said about, you know, the using our yes and using our no. Right. And right. I always say no is a complete sentence. Like sometimes we just have to say, no, I can't do that. You know, in a world where we want to please people, we want to contribute. We want to say yes to a lot of things. But then, you know, a lot of other things can come up in that. Right. That we're kind of sacrificing ourselves or or some of um, our alignment or our mission in life, too. So talk a little bit about your. um uh, I know I've, I, I was reading that you the say no to vagueness. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I believe most of us don't really have a deep dive into who we are as a person, mm-hmm. onto what we want. And there are
there are four different tendencies in personality types, right? Generalized. There are plenty of different research on breaking down, but at core, there are four of them. So when we think about personality, you have the people like me, for example. Um, I, I'm the type of who questions the external expectation, questions what is right and wrong. Can we make changes to make things work better, flow better? Versus internally, I'm very sure about myself because I question it enough to get down to that value, to, to the purpose. So I'm very good about if I set goals, I'm not waving, right? I, I can keep myself going until I reach something. So I'm very self, self-centered, I guess, um, mm-hmm. internally. And externally, I need to be having enough reasoning. I think that's the personality mostly related to millennials, right? Driven mm-hmm. by a purpose. Right. And then you have the tendency of you're very much uh, upholding the rules from both external and internal engagement. And then you have the people who are more people pleasers, like to keep harmony, so they like to serve others. And therefore, they're not exactly sure what their core is is and when you ask them what do you want it's always well i'm looking for what that other person wants right Mm -hmm. like my core is to serve but Mm -hmm. what is the truly connectivity of themselves that's something hard for them to draw out and so expectation and external accountability that's what drives them forward then you have the fourth one where you have external and internal rebellious, no matter what people want or say, if they say something, even in something that the person want to do, but let's say, oh, you mo- um, the rebellious type, teenager who know he needed to clean his room and he decided today, I guess today's the day I'm gonna do it. But then mom comes in to say, hey, you know, you haven't cleaned your room for a whole week, now is the time then he will actually not do it at all because it doesn't matter. It's his own idea, but someone else told him to do it, and then it's gone, right? right. Um, so if we think it that way, if we actually know our own tendency and know who we are, have a little deep dive to say, what are my external expectations? What are my internal core value? Can I align myself to everything that I do? And not be vague means... If I want to do something, I have a new idea in my head, can I even just write a one-sentence purpose statement? Because then I know for sure what it is, right? People are driven by purpose because we can't do everything ourselves. If we can be super clear (coughs) to share our idea, the why with people, then they're more inclined to understand you and help you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's... I think that's such a huge um, misalignment with people, right? Is that the not not trusting their intuition in a way, right? Not sometimes saying like, okay, my internal guidance system is saying this. I'm saying like, ah, I've got some something's coming up for me, resistance, but I want to, you know, I don't want to make that person feel bad, all right? Blah blah blah, whatever, right? The people pleaser side comes out, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. I'm gonna stay in this relationship longer than. I really feel in my gut that it's it's right or I'm going to say yes to that project when I already know I'm overloaded and 
you know, and, and that's obviously backfires, right? Over time, you can only do that for so long before things all start breaking down, right? So yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day, no one can read our minds, right? Like right. <laughs> that's the creepy thing that some people would think. Oh, if I give you hints, and you should be picking up these hints about what I wanted. But if we cannot be explicitly clear on our exact expectation or this end result, you could be thinking you're very clear, and the other person will th- think, "Oh, I got this. Go wrong for it." But give you completely different than what both of you were thinking, right? right. And then you're actually not being productive because you just wasted whatever amount of time that person devoted working on that project. Instead of spending just a little bit more patience to express your intention, not just like hinting. Um, I, I find that most arguments or disagreement or any sort, right, come from different expectations. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's in in which and it comes from communication. Are you truly communicating? what you really need, right? What you really, what you're either feeling or you need or that, that particular, whether it's at work, right? Whether it's with your job, your what the expectations are, you know? So I think it's that expectation and that communication that's so important. And and I know you talk a lot about, you know, mindset too, right? Like, well, you know, the beliefs inform the habits, inform behavior, right? So talk a little bit about um, some maybe mindset habits. So... For me, is we needed to build a strong mindset because every mission has roadblocks. Right. So the attitude of I'm positive, I can, really generates the energy and skills need to do. When we have that gross mindset, we tend to be able to challenge things and to ask the correct questions and not be afraid to ask those questions. I think that's a key component of social confidence mm. many people think confidence is just the skill that already embody so they're either good at something or they're not mm-hmm. instead there are social confidence means i'm sure about myself i know what i don't know what i know and therefore i'm able to ask questions for people to teach it to me mm. right to correct me i'm not afraid to be vulnerable in that state to just put myself out there and to learn something. And on top of that, confidence is also the self-care and self-love, mm-hmm. right? You're, yeah. you're confident in your own skin. doesn't matter if it's um, how you look or is how you act. Those are still uh, self-love. And just be able to allow yourself to feel those emotions. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be angry. You own that anger. Right. But once you have that anger, does that serve a purpose? And once you express the emotion, what does an emotion really mean for you? Mm-hmm. So if we actually allow ourselves just to express it, right, um, and then you're able to analyze why you felt that way, then you bring all those um, things that you have fear into surface. You're no longer shameful about anything. Mm. So it's really that awareness to start with. And, and I love what you said, too, about um, about a growth mindset and confidence, because um, I, w- I heard something recently that those really high performing 
high performers, right? The high performing leaders and, and the people in that space right now that it's, they will be the first one to say they don't know, right? And where, and and to be vulnerable instead of kind of sitting there thinking, oh, well, I'm the leader or I'm the, I'm the boss or, you know, and I, I'm, I got to act like I know everything, right? And, and don't want to be too vulnerable, but, but of all the studies, the, the really the high performing, the, the top people um, with that growth mindset aren't afraid to say, hey, team, what do you guys think? I'm not quite sure about this. Let me, let me get some input, right? To be able to do that. And, that, and then in turn, people start trusting that leader more and more, exactly. right? That, that's that conscious leadership where it's like, oh, we're, we're a team here and we can still learn from each other, even though I might be the boss or the CEO, but you know, I'm still in the, in the process with you. And that's how I believe connected leadership and the companies that are really thriving uh, in this day and age are, are sustainable. Right. Yeah. And that really play into the, what people call the feminine side of leadership. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, Versus the masculine side that's the strong, that formative. Yes, sometimes when difficult situation comes, you do have to put your foot down. Mm-hmm. But you should be also having these confidence level to ask questions because then you're not the overbearing boss who look over someone's shoulder, who is actually allowing people to be creative, to bring ideas, and then to allow them to be free to not constrict to the box. Mm-hmm. Let them play out what they wanted to create and allow them to really become then a participant mm. into something that you want to create, not just a follower. Mm, yeah, that's so powerful because people support what they help create, right? So yes. if, if in that that leader can create that safe environment for people to express and for not only for you know them to express as well when they have questions or want to get input, but it'll it gives everyone permission to do that. And that creates yes. that that corporate culture that um, is safe, is is conscious, is about growth, does have, like you said, that balance of, of masculine and feminine energy, which is so important for um, for the sustainability as well, you know, that it doesn't have to be just, you know, push, 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 work hard, you yeah. know, be aggressive, but it's also can be that other side of, no, let's, let's, we're a team here and let's be collaborative too. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That I love that so much. And that's such a important conversation this day and age, you know, and, and it's just how everything's shifting with AI, with companies, with how they're being run, with people working remotely now. And so sometimes people are more isolated than they used to be. So, you know. Oh, yes. I think there's, um, that being said, um, it can also <coughs> relate to when you look at studies of people who being homeschooled, right? You remove that social ability uh, from the kids when they're growing up from a younger age. So it's the same thing as when we tend to work from home, the only interaction you have is you, computer, virtually. Yes, you can have interaction with people, but it seems to be a wall mm-hmm. sometimes um, because unless you truly feel that connection, then you just become a figure that you see on screen. Mm. And additionally, if you are not stepping outside, it could be still family at home, but most of us are still going to different facilities and doing work from uh, a traditional side. Mm -hmm. So how do we balance that, right? Like, are you allowing yourself to say, 
well, I'm going to, if I'm a writer, if I'm a creator, I'm actually going to go to a coffee shop to do my work, right? right. At least I have some human interaction. Um, or um, the the people who draws energy from nature, from meditation. So I'm mm-hmm. actually going to go hike and see if um, my mind will be more clear to be able to uh, feel the vibration back to me, mm-hmm. right? Like, so what are these little smaller things that you can implement into your life that you're naturally rebooting your stamina and energy so you're uh, not more trapped or build a bubble around yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. And I think that's that's the rise of the popularity of the shared workspaces now, right, with entrepreneurs or, or you know, solo businesses type of thing with one or two employees is that you can still be in that energy of, a workspace and do your own thing, not just be home thinking like I should be doing laundry and you know, sometimes that other stuff that gets in the way, right. And makes you less productive where you can still be intentionally productive and working on what you need to get done, but also what inspires you too. Like you said, if it's nature, if it's going to the beach and doing your work, if it's going to a coffee shop or to a shared workspace, or just to understand that everything starts with awareness. And when you decide what that is and for you, to you know get in alignment with that will be again that intentional productivity not just being busy to be busy you know so right exactly yeah. um Terrific. i think for most of us we keep our calendar really packed because that thinking of if i i'm scheduled everything in uh, my busyness equals something right mm-hmm, right but our our busyness just because we're knocking out tasks and the tasks actually costing you time Mm-hmm. Instead of the things that you really need to do now, because that will give you long-term result. Yep. So it's a balance between, are you picking up the instant gratification? Were you really diving in to say, is this significant and important and urgent? I really should address it instead of just, oh, now this other things are easy. So I able to check off a box right 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 so the the are those in our audience that are list creators and list checker offers which i am for sure you know and it's just like okay that's done oh then you get that feeling of okay i can relax now right but then you're like okay but is it really driving me toward my you know my mission my purpose what i'm really here to create you know what my dna is calling me to do you know so yeah very interesting conversation i really think it's an important one and 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 if anything just to just to start you know getting more intentional with yourself kind of asking yourself those questions getting that bringing that awareness to the forefront and then from there creating um you know creating that life that you want so yeah beautiful thank you so much for that that's great um (laughs) i want to step into the power section now what we call our little power section so we want you to share some of your favorites with our audience um so what would be one book that had a massive impact on you I definitely like uh, Brendan Burchard's um, uh, High Performance Habits. Mm. Um, so for because I'm also enrolled, I was trained by uh, Brendan Burchard, the one-on-one trainer for High Performance Challenge, and it really dived deep into the cores of everything that we should be embodied as a person, uh, no matter whether you're in healthcare, you're in entrepreneurship, or you're our teacher. Um, it dive into, as we mentioned, clarity, knowing who you are, uh, 
how you place yourself in the world and having the courage to do things go beyond your comfort zones and how do you even think about stepping outside that comfort zone right mm. and just say i have a passion i want to try to do it sometimes that's also not going to be enough mm-hmm. um and there's just so many components that have he had in there um just like influence um we talked about having difficult conversations earlier but part of it is that it's about asking the correct questions mm. right like it's explaining things but also asking people to give you feedback how much do they understand is this what we're really going for allowing that leadership position when we said it earlier as well mm-hmm. um to be okay to say i don't know what do you guys think right. so there's a lot of play into intertwine so i think that book for me is something that um I'm endearing besides all the other books. <laughs> I know there's so many to pick from. It's hard to just yeah. just narrow one down, but yeah, I love Brendan's work as well as he does great work. Um, okay, how about one quote that you live by? Um, one of the quote I really like is um, Brene, uh, Brene Brown's. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- I like hit, uh, her work in vulnerability and being discover yourself and um, shame study. So the quote is, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite light of our, uh, sorry, infinite power of our light. Mm, yeah, that says it all, huh? <laughs> That's a terrific quote. If you could leave the world with one final message, one golden nugget, what would that be? I would say... People need to say no to almost everything. So you can say yes to the only thing that matters. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for that. How can we uh, support you and, and connect with you? Yeah, so I'm uh, very active on Instagram and LinkedIn. And I uh, my handle is just my full name, Sabrina Rombach. And to thank our listeners for really being here, um, being supportive. I also have a free quiz for people um, because I believe we all have the inner ability to create our dreams, no matter what gender, generation, or how much income you're generating, mm-hmm. that we just have to draw a, a strength from within to create that life filled with heck yes. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, it requires conscious intentions and so we need to know our strength and weakness and what are the hidden roadblocks that are in life. And people can take this free three minutes quiz. It co- it's called discover your hidden roadblocks and go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash assessment. Okay, perfect. Excellent. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. Terrific. Okay, last question. So as you know, we are rise up for you. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? For me, it's discovering things, as Renee Brown says, in my darkness, able to face what my fears and bring to surface. And I allow myself also to enjoy the winnings that I have in life. So I can be living in the present and be able to compete only who I was yesterday and now be 
dragged down or by my negative self-talk or anybody else's message because I'm true to myself and I have clarity. Mm, beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Sabrina. I really, this is a really super powerful conversation. I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.